0: Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut, never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Hey,
1: everybody. This is David Anderson and this is Ephraim Jr. Yes, we know what you think of us. We never shut up. Good morning. Hello. Wake up. Happy Monday. Today is Monday, July 6th, 2020, and you're listening to Never Shut Up, Not Tonight Quarantine. Good morning. I have to tell you, I'm newly thrown for a loop by this quarantine, feeling exhausted by the whole endeavor. Not a fan, not a big fan of it, but here I sit, alone. Alone. <laughs> in my room, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Although we can talk about that at a later point, but we pulled original sensuality today. And I thought, okay, it's Monday. We're starting a new week. We're starting a new hundred, a new hundred episodes. We're gonna try to make it to 500. We'll see if that happens. And here we've pulled original sensuality, the beginning, right? Sitting in the garden of Eden where it all began, Adam and Steve, nude, frolicking in the garden, What a large garden it was. It's not the size of the garden, though. I'll remind you, it's the power of the flowers. That's what I gotta say. I'd like to examine why we pulled Original Sensuality today and what this can tell us about our Monday, our new week ahead. This song is from 2005's The Beekeeper, and Tori talks about writing a lot of religious figures into the songs this time but also in her garden you eat from the tree of knowledge you eat the fruit from the tree of knowledge and it doesn't exile you from the garden instead it gives you the knowledge and it allows you to access your sensuality which i guess is like your sensuality but you're forbidden your hidden sensuality, so your sensuality. And that's what eating from the fruit of the tree of knowledge in this garden allows you to do. Which wouldn't that be just an incredible way to go about life? Like would thinking about religion being all encompassing rather than exiling you or rather than dividing a people. Instead, it embraces knowledge. Instead, it embraces your sensuality. Instead, it embraces the pleasures of the flesh as well. Embraces people as whole people instead of dividing you from yourself. And wouldn't that be an amazing take on religion? Wouldn't that be an amazing approach to religion? I'm no religious scholar, certainly, but in my dalliances with religion in the past, it's not been that way. And I would have to say that I feel like that's most people that I know most people's experience. So, What this, I think, is telling us, what original sensuality is telling us to take into our Monday and to our week ahead is eating from the fruit of knowledge, eating from the tree of knowledge, gaining the power, gaining the knowledge to open up our sensual side, to open up our forbidden side, our hidden side, the side that we have not let out. And I think that that is a great lesson for a Monday. I think that's something good that we can carry is to remember that all the shit going on you know, Kanye wanting to become president suddenly, let's not forget that he is a major Trump supporter. And it kind of freaks me out that someone with name recognition at this level is going to come in at the very last second, not having done any of the work and really pull votes away from the Democrats is all that really is going to happen because I don't believe that he's going to win. Knock on wood. Although, (laughs) that's what I said about Donald Trump when he ran four years ago, four long fucking years ago. So God knows what's going to really happen. I don't have the emotional capacity at this moment on a Monday to envision the future, the actual future. So instead, I want to paint a future where we can eat from the tree of knowledge and not be punished for it. Eat from the tree of knowledge and thrive. That's what she's singing about when she calls Yaldobawith and when she calls Samael. These are bad figures in, I mean, quote unquote, bad figures in religious mythology. But she's saying you are not alone. You are not alone in your darkness. We all have this darkness. We all, we, we're getting to know our darkness. Isn't that a great way to approach life and to approach not only religion, but politics and just our, the way that we (laughs) interact with each other is that we ask questions, is that we learn things, is that we admit when we are wrong. That would be so wonderful. So I'm definitely buying a ticket to Tori's Garden of Sensuality the moment that they become available after quarantine. I'm sorry I didn't pick up my ticket before, but now I'm gonna go get one once the travel counter is back open. I wonder if the flights are gonna be booked. I can only imagine they will be at capacity. (sighs) Okay, so yeah. I know we're all dealing with a lot. I know that we are all weighed down heavily. We've got a looming election coming up. We've got a lot of just terrible, terrible things happening right now. And it's increasingly more difficult to face the day. At least that's what I'm finding. And God, if you're not finding that, please guide me. Perhaps you should be doing Never Shut Up. Please lead us towards the light. If you can help us find the light, that would be wonderful. But right now... I spent my entire Independence Day weekend feeling very not independent, feeling the weight of a lot of unfinished business. You know, it's just this like vague gloom. I can't explain it any other way. Just this vague gloom, this like pecking loneliness, complacency, inefficacy learning slowly about the chakras and hoping that this will guide me towards some kind of openness, towards some sort of foundation that I need, knowing that my root chakra is blocked, learning about that last week and also kind of trying to pay attention to my needs and like where my panic centers are, you know, like when I'm panicking, what's going actually through my mind, what's going actually through my body. But we talked about the root chakra last week. Now I want to talk about the second chakra, which apparently is the creativity chakra. So I all weekend also aside from this feeling of gloom non-abundance I have to say and not centeredness unfortunately I did work on she's your cocaine I can optimistically say that it will be out on Wednesday we've got a lot of extras packed into it so that's very cool but let's talk about the second chakra the second chakra is where creative and sexual energy originate open your second chakra for feelings of wellness abundance pleasure, and joy. You know, I'm sitting here thinking like, how can I get to abundance? How can I find pleasure? How can I get to joy when I'm still working on the rootedness? But this is just an exploration and I'm not going to get weighed down heavily in what I don't have. I want to open my eyes to what I can have. So the second chakra, Svadhisthana, is also known as the creativity and sexual chakra. It is located above the pubic bone and below the navel and encompasses the genital region and the hypogastric plexus the word Svadhisthana can be translated as the dwelling place of the self and the element of the second chakra is water which equals cohesiveness a balanced second chakra leads to feelings of wellness abundance pleasure and joy when this chakra is out of balance a person may experience emotional instability fear of change, sexual dysfunction, depression, or addictions. You can open the chakra with creative expression and by honoring your body. The energy of this chakra is feminine, passive, and lunar. Creativity, the focus of the second chakra. As humans, it is part of our nature to create. This creativity can be expressed as procreation, but the second chakra energy is certainly not limited to making babies. When we cook, bake, garden, we are creating. We create when we find a new solution to an old problem. Anytime we take raw materials, physical or mental, and transform them into something new, we are using our creative energy. I guess when I'm doing this show, I'm using my creative energy. You're right. Stop being so hard on yourself. Knock, knock, knock. Okay. The problem with creativity is that we are often discouraged from creative efforts, starting with education. Once we pass through the phase where coloring, painting, or cutting paper is completely acceptable, it seems that we must mold into less creative beings. In order to conform, follow the rules, and fit in, We sometimes lose our creative energy and thus our unique ideas in the process. Adults become used to following what's right, the latest trend, or what's acceptable to others. Then, when asked to abstractly invent something new, we might have a difficult time doing it we might feel open and creative in some aspects of life while self-conscious in others ask me to write a book or essay and i can perform with ease but if you ask me to draw a picture paint or even create a great meal without a recipe to follow i feel much less than skilled but if you told me i had to paint a nice picture because my life depended on it i would most likely rise to the occasion why because i would take the risk and get the job done The reason that we stopped being creative or stopped taking risks creatively is because along the way, someone told us that we weren't good or that we couldn't do it. In opening your second chakra energy, you must take risks and must not be afraid of failure. Play is a great way to begin this opening. Have you ever watched a child play? A child will spend several hours building a Lego tower, a sandcastle, or an exquisite dollhouse. Then the same child will smash their masterpiece in an instant and start over from scratch as if it was no big deal. Start to play like a child. If your gourmet meal doesn't turn out, so what? If your potted plant dies in a week, plant another one. And yes, if your work project is a flop, it doesn't mean your career is over. Like the child at play, start again. You have an infinite amount of creative energy within you, so use it. And this is how to balance Svadhisthana besides being open to creativity in your daily life you can balance the second chakra by maintaining a healthy sexual life and honoring and respecting your body get in touch with your emotions to see if there are any feelings you're holding on to make a commitment to process these emotions in a healthy way left nostril breathing called ida nadi breathing will help to open up the second chakra as it brings forth lunar energy So I guess I don't know what that is, but this is all new to me. So that's exciting. Simply close your right nostril with the first two fingers of your right hand and inhale through the left nostril only for eight to ten breaths. I'm trying to do it while I'm trying to talk also. Meditation with focus on the second chakra brings about personal magnetism, refinement in behavior, freedom from diseases, and longevity. Other ways to open a blocked chakra include using yoga, mantras, colors, and gems. Yoga asanas that help to open and align swadhisthana are seated pelvic circles, baddha konasana, which is a butterfly pose with forward fold, and cobra pose. The mantra sound that corresponds to the sacral chakra is the sound vam. By chanting Vam, the vibrations will open and align this chakra. The color for the second chakra is orange and the gemstones for this chakra are amber, calcite, orange, carnelian, or hematite. I wonder if anyone can tell me, maybe people who know more about this than I do, am I supposed to be going in order? Like, do I have to wait for my root chakra to become unblocked before I can unblock Svadhisthana? Because I feel like, or I can work on them all at the same time, right? I can just work on being a more open person in all aspects of my life. Is that Too much? (laughs) Is that like too much to focus on in one day, like, or in one life, I guess? Is it much easier to just focus on one thing at a time? I think probably, but also I don't want to, especially now in these tricky times, I want to be able to know that I have everything that I need and that I will persevere and that I will get through it all, no matter what the outcome of an election is, no matter what the outcome of this pandemic is, that I will get through it all, abundant, complete, and whole. I don't know if that's asking too much. I hope not. I don't think so. So in this garden of original sensuality i'm going to eat from the tree of knowledge i'm going to continue to read more i'm going to continue to intake i'm going to try to expand my mind and i hope to hold myself to that as we approach this new week this new month this new second half of the year this new life this new what it is i feel like i've relied so heavily on being seen by other people that i'm not i'm not really looked at myself So that's what I'm doing. And with that being said, I hope you have a wonderful Monday. And here's a little Tori Amos to start your day.
0: Social isolation. Yes, I swear you're the loneliest I've ever been.